Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad You're very welcome to St Albans Cathedral on this, the fourth Sunday before Lent, as we worship together and give thanks to Almighty God for everything that he has done for us. One of the great pleasures of being here in this cathedral is the amount of engagement we have with young people. I'm delighted that so many young people are involved in our act of worship this morning. Let us pray. Lord of the hosts of heaven, our salvation and our strength, without you we are lost. Guard us from all that harms or hurts and raise us when we fall. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith. God be gracious to us and bless us, and make your face shine upon us. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May your ways be known on the earth, your saving power among the nations. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. You, Lord, have made known your salvation and reveal your justice in sight of the nations. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May the God of love and power forgive us and heal us from our sins, strengthen us by his Spirit, and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. Amen.
reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him, each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivot on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongues. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, the guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. A reading from the Gospel according to St Luke. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God. He saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled to the partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and flood both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and who were with him were amazed at the catch of the fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. Hello, I'm Johnny. I'm the presenter here in St Albans. And I'm going to speak to some of our choristers about music and faith and the things that those things do together. So could you introduce yourselves? Finley, what's your name? <laughs> uh, I'm Finley. So unsurprisingly. And I'm Ethan. I'm Leo. I'm Tristan. I'm Ben. And boys, could you explain for us what your role is? What's your job here in the cathedral? To lead the congregation in prayer and song and speaking words. So we lead them in the hymns and the songs that they sing the anthems yeah. yeah so you lead all of the music all the worship it's a big responsibility yes. 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 yes how do you think the music and what you do helps people to get closer to god it inspires the weary soul and makes people feel happy which is everyone's when, role it when makes, there's good music you feel closer to god uh, it makes them look away from the troubles of the day and it connects them and makes them more calm how does it make you draw closer to God? What's it like when you are 
doing that solo and you've got the whole of the worship resting on your shoulders it feel like joyful like they're yeah. doing it so i like, feel like god is listening it's ecstatic like you're like everything's resting on your shoulders but you feel calm almost and and you also kind of feel free um while singing a solo in a piece of music and in some amazing pieces you just get lost in it and it's just so powerful it almost speaks to you it's just so inspiring like in Mozart mass. Does God like music? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Hope so. What if it's not austerity? We hope so. God does not like In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What do you want to be when you grow up? We ask this question to children of all ages, and invariably their answers follow a pattern. Young children let their imagination place them wherever they care to be, and they respond that they want to be explorers or astronauts or pop stars. Slightly older children's responses reflect people that they admire, firefighters, police officers, teachers, maybe even priests. By the time that young people are actually ready to think about their future careers, the response comes in the form of a dismissive shrug or grunt. And then the question falls off our lips. And through disinterest, embarrassment or ignorance, we stop asking it. What do you want to be when you grow up? Of course, the notion that finally at some point we achieve growing up is a bit disingenuous. In the musical Matilda, the children sing, when I grow up, I will eat sweets every day and go to bed late every night, when the reality that the audience sees is, in fact, that growing up means less freedom, not more. The children yearn to be tall enough, smart enough, strong enough, and then also brave enough to fight the creatures that you have to fight beneath the bed each night to be a grown-up. If we're honest, growing up doesn't mean that there's a day when suddenly we're brave enough to deal with the underbed creatures. In fact, growing up means we limit who we are and what we want to do more and more, rather than growing into the childlike possibilities held ahead of us in our infancy. As Isaiah stands before the throne of the Lord, he is overcome with the awesome reality of what hearing and following his calling might entail. Woe is me, he says, I am lost. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. When we talk about God to our young people, their imagination permits them to believe the greatness of God more than those of us who tend towards growing up. Through their eyes, God looks more and more like the vision of Isaiah. In the minds of our young people, the cataclysmic song of the angels, holy, 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 resonates much more than its polite liturgical appropriation. In the conversation Father Johnny has with some of our choristers here, we hear their sense that the singing they offer in worship is united with the music of heaven. This is one of the great gifts that children can offer the church 
And it's also one of the great gifts that the church can offer to our children, that imagination can be truer than what we physically see. Standing at the foot of the Lord's throne, we too might glimpse the wonder of God's majesty, like the moment when we could enter churches again after lockdown, like the moment when the hearing of hymns sung after months of tacit praise, like the girdling of a little child into life. All these give little insights into the glory of God. And this glory is revealed in mystery, in passion, and in love. We, who assume that growing up is the only course, risk limiting the wonder, the awe of God. We fit God's majesty into a box that we can understand, ready to be neatly unpackaged when it suits us in a way and at a time that's convenient. As the hymn puts it, we make his love too narrow by false limits of our own. We limit the possibilities of God and we limit the wonder of God when we close our imaginations to his signs around and above us. Simon, too, falls into this trap on the lake of Gennesaret. His initial assumption is that there cannot be fish to catch, not that God is working for him and through him. But Simon's eyes and imagination are opened. Jesus says, put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. When he lands so many fish that the boat nearly sinks, Jesus' words of reassurance are needed. So overcome was Simon with wonder at the abundance of God's generosity. Do not be afraid, Jesus says. As Simon catches sight of the wonder of God, he catches sight also of the possibilities of God being at work in him. And thank God he does, for Simon becomes Peter, the rock upon which the church of God is built. As Christians, we are asked to open our eyes, hearts, and imagination to the signs of God's wonders, which are to be found in the skies and in the world as sentinels of the way of holiness. In a sense, God does call us to grow up, but his call is to grow up to be saints, saints who notice the signs of God, saints who reflect the glory of God by being true to our callings, offering ourselves that he might work through us. On her accession day, we give thanks for the ministry of Her Majesty the Queen and pray for her, and particularly for her faithful living out of God's call on her life. So today, we might like to pray that we would also be caught up in the wonder of God, caught up in the motion that moves earth towards heaven, caught up in being signs of the kingdom of God 
here and now. Grow up, if we must, but let us grow up into people reflecting the stature, the glory and the radiance of the God of love. The God who took on our nature so that we might be holy as he is holy. I believe in God, the, the Father, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We pray for strength to follow Jesus. Saviour, we hear your call. Help us to follow. Jesus said, Whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. On her accession day, we pray for Her Majesty the Queen, the royal family, and all who have power in our country and world. Saviour, we hear your call. Help us to follow. Jesus said, Unless you change and become humble like little children, you can never enter the kingdom of heaven. Lead your church, we pray, to turn and follow you, that we might be faithful to our calling as people of faith. Saviour, we hear your call. Help us to follow. Jesus said, happy are the humble. They will receive what God has promised. So we remember before God those who are humble in our world. We give thanks for all who give their time and energy for serving the needs of others. Saviour, we hear your call. Help us to follow. 
Jesus said, Be merciful as your Father is merciful. Love your enemies and do good to them. Teach us, loving God, to be people of your mercy and love in the world, that the world may be healed, and all may see and believe the good news. Saviour, we hear your call. Help us to follow. Jesus said, Love one another as I love you. There is no greater love than this, to lay down your life for your friends. Eternal Father, be with all who have gone before us in the life of faith, and particularly comfort all who mourn at this time. Saviour, we hear your call. Help us to follow. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Just before I hand back to Father Johnny for our blessing, I want to thank you for joining us for this morning service at St Albans Cathedral. This is a place where all are welcome. And as youth chaplain here, it's my particular pleasure to welcome so many children through our doors. So whoever and wherever you are, you are very welcome here. And it's a pleasure to have joined with you this morning in worship of Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty God, the fountain of all goodness, bless our sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth, and all who are in authority under her that they may order all things in wisdom and equity, righteousness and peace, to the honour and glory of your name and the good of your church and people. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, we pray, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So God grant to the living grace, to the departed rest, to the Church, the Queen, the Commonwealth, and all humankind, peace and concord, and to us, his servants, life everlasting. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.